This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey, this is Jake Owen, and this is Good Company. Good Company. Welcome to Good Company, yeah. a podcast where we talk about everything under the sun. Friends, good times, and life. Being good company. Oh. Now, here's your host, Jake. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's Jake. I'm back for another episode of Good Company right here. Good Company with Jake. The uh, the podcast, my buddy Tommy Cecil is laughing in the background right now because if it wasn't if it wasn't for Tommy Cecil, uh, the idea of good company might not have come around, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that was the idea in my phone. Y'all, this is okay. Tommy Cecil, by the way. Y'all say what's up, Tommy Cecil? What's up, Jake World? <laughs> what's up, man? So I asked um, I asked Tommy to come in and do this podcast. Usually. Um, I give a little intro about who I'm having on the on the show this week, uh, but I've man, it's we can just hop right into it with you, Tommy. I mean, geez, Tommy is uh, an amazing uh, singer, songwriter, producer here in town that I that I've got to know over the last few years uh, through some great friends of mutual friends of ours, the guys in Parmalee, and uh, it wasn't uh, I don't know I guess it's been about a couple years ago, yeah, that I was making my last album. And uh, you sent me, you've always sent me a few songs here and there, but you sent me yeah, good, good uh, company. Yeah, I hijacked your email from uh, <laughs> from a few friends. And I was like, <laughs> that's hey, how man. it happens, man. <laughs> you like, just hey. got to be ruthless. I was like, hey, man, I, we've kind of met in the past, but uh, I just feel like there's this synergy. And that's exactly and I, what you said in your email. <laughs> you said, I feel like we've kind of met, man. I yeah. feel like you, I feel like if you could hear a few of these songs, man, like I feel like one of them might catch your ear and. And you were awesome, dude. You were like, send them. It was like midnight, so yeah. Uh, hell, I sent him a couple of songs, and Good Company was one of them. And yeah, so the, the rest is history. That's so. a good story <laughs> about supposedly they'd finished Good Company. I'm, I'm not trying to take over your story, but you yeah. guys had kind of finished it. You're walking out for the day, right? And you'd you'd already sent me those some songs, and you didn't want to send an extra yeah, one. Yeah, uh, 
I got to give credit to Matt Alderman, who is uh, another a, great singer amazing. songwriter. He's a writer on the song along with our buddy Jared Mullins, which yeah. we'll get into that whole crew later. Yeah, but uh, I was I was getting ready to leave that day. I had shut my computer down. I literally locked the door on the studio. We were outside on the second floor getting ready to walk down the stairs. He goes, dude, you got to send that song to Jake. I was like, man, I've already sent him the song we had wrote that day. and Because uh, we was intentionally trying to write something that you might dig. And uh, he's like, no, it's good company. And I said, dude, do you really believe this? He goes, yeah, man. So I went back in and I turned it. It took about 10 minutes for the whole computer to fire up. And it was an older one. So uh, and he sent, and sent I sent a me. song. At, at, and I remember where I was. Believe it or not, I was actually going through a divorce. <laughs> uh, and um, I was pulling into, uh, at the time I was remodeling my house out in Kingston Springs. And I'd had this uh, townhouse that I'd owned for for a long time that I lived in long before I got married. And then when I got married is the reason I bought that home out, out west of town. And since it was under remodel, I was living, I just had an air mattress at the time on the floor in this townhouse that had no furniture in it in uh, Bellevue because I was just trying to figure it all out at that point. And uh, at the time, new, new uh, label heads had come in at my record label. You sent me that song, and I literally remember I was pulling into Woodbury, Falls out in Bellevue, um, <laughs> Woodbury Falls Drive, into my townhouse, and I played it, and it had such a cool acoustic-y kind of demo thing going, which is one thing that Tommy does really well with the demos and stuff that he and his buddies do. And I love, I just was like, this is it. Plus, I just like songs in general, and, that, and that's what this whole podcast started started all about, is that it's called Good Company with Jake, and that idea came from this song, Tommy, that you wrote, because it just makes you feel good. And I like to feel good, and being around people like you and my friends and, and family, and that's what life should be about, especially in today's world right now. we got a lot of stuff out there that's kind of negative, you know? Let's talk about some positive stuff. So anyway, we uh, recorded the song. Kind of, I worked it up with the band on the road. We'd been, we were playing it, and we went film some. Got Tommy and Matt and Jared out on the boat out <laughs> in the Cumberland River and filmed some stupid video stuff. But we were all fired up because, I mean, it, I had a huge part in, in helping kind of produce that with the guys in my band. You guys, it was your first song together yeah, as a single yeah. on the radio with Jared Mullins and Jared Matt and Matt Alderman. Yeah. And uh, so we were just fired up about it. And it's funny how you can get so fired up about something like that. And then, you know, <laughs> the song itself petered out in the, I don't even know where you would know, probably. Cause yeah, it was in the mid-30s. Uh, and uh, as a songwriter, you, you write the song, you don't really control the journey after that. So what happened with the song, you know, it's, it's a shame. But, you know, but you've hope, seen us play hope, it live. People love it. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. uh, look what's come from it. Yeah, uh, Everything from, you know, the... Just the way people, like, I mean, we've added horns in our band the yeah. last couple of years because of that song, and, and it's just cool. So, God, man, it's funny because it's instances like that that kind of lead people, especially in this town of uh, in Nashville, to kind of getting to know each other and stuff. And we had some pretty fun times uh, over the last couple of years. Speaking of Matt Alderman and Jared Mullins, who we should have had in here this morning. I don't, you know, we're, Hell, we're, why not? we're shining the spotlight <laughs> on Tommy Cecil. And oh, funny, funny story. I think we can we can tell this story too. One of the when I when one of the first times I met Tommy, I think I'd come over there to sing a demo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, which was a demo of a song that I think ended up making uh, Kane Brown's record. Yeah, it's on Kane Brown's uh, record. It's called Rockstar. Rockstar. Yeah, sang the so sing putting my voice on it, 
and you and Tommy said something <laughs> about, hey, when you sing this, dude, you just want to go like line for line for line. Like, I said line for line, and Jared happened to be there, and he said line for line for line. And I think, what'd you say? After I, that? Yeah, no, and I and no, you you said you mean like shot for shot for shot, <laughs> and I and I was just like, oh, please don't, please don't. I love Luke Bryan. I love Luke. I love Carrie. Their whole camp, and but everybody's got that one song that just kind of like gets on their nerves, you know. And that one at the time was getting on my nerves, and uh, it was on all the time. And I was just like, ah, oh, Luke's everywhere, and uh, so it's this is just funny how life is, and he. He's like, yeah, like shot for shot. And I'm like, no, not like shot for shot. I can't hear that song right now. And he's like, dude, I wrote that song. No, <laughs> no, he looked at me and he and I had this like, are you kind of joking look on my face? And he goes, why did you write that? I just I had no clue. And I was like, yeah, man. And he was like, you're kidding me. And and he goes, he goes, I still I still don't like the song. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's funny about us it as friends. Funny, like every we all write songs. We all do things. I mean, I've re- I've put out songs that people flat out tell me they're like, I hate that song. My twin brother, I'll play him a song that I love that I wrote. And he's like, I can't stand that song. I hate it. That's how it's like music is art, man. You know, you think about it. And I, I've put it in perspective that way that. How many times have you walked in a hotel or someone's house or something and seen like this piece of art or a picture on their wall that they live with every day? They walk by, they see it, it's a part of their home, their house, whatever, that you would never put on your wall. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's how music is for people. Like they just, you know. Anyway, so we got well, it's it's cool that you talk about just like this town and how that happened and meeting you know meeting each other like that randomly and, and the synergy of this town and and um like that song for instance was with Karen Fairchild that Luca did yeah and I who's was, awesome who's well, amazing there's a, a another just crazy Nashville story involving her I was in Home Depot it was around Christmas time and I'm I'm looking at these what were you buying at Home Depot. I think I was going in there for more Christmas lights. <laughs> we was definitely. Dude, you can't buy Christmas lights at Christmas time. They rip you off, man. Like hey, I couldn't help it. We needed a few more to go around the tree, and uh, I'm sitting there looking at these lights. And I look beside me. I'm saying, that, "That looks like Karen." Karen, and I, I'd never met her. Like even though you know we kind of. But got... you totally wanted to tell her that you wrote that song. Well, I just wanted to meet her. I'm like, that's crazy. So I, I tapped. I tapped on her shoulder. I'm like. Uh, <laughs> Are you? Uh, How creepy is that? I was, I was like, like, are taps you? Just are you? Like, <laughs> Why don't you just say, "Hey, Karen"? Like, what? I was who like, taps on like, someone's <laughs> shoulder? Creepy I was like, like are that. Are you Karen? She's like, yeah. I was like, they don't even look like you. You know, like she was dressed down, and uh, it was cool. So we, I finally got to meet her in a, the most weirdest of circumstances. But again, that's kind of Nashville, and even like how I met Jake, and and this town, it just. The longer you're here, you keep falling into those situations. <laughs> hey, so we got to tell this story. This is great. So through this time, we've just had a blast, like getting to know each other and hanging out and having and just like outside the music, like having a good friendship. And there's been lots of things like you have these grand ideas of doing. And um, one of the first things we did was uh, one of the first trips that we went on. It kind of got the name for you and Jared and Matt. They call, <laughs> like as the Pure Vita crew is uh, we went to Costa Rica. On a yeah. last-minute trip. And uh, I just wanted to get out of Nashville, man. I was like, let's just go to Costa Rica. My twin brother, I called him. I said, let's go. And uh, I called Tommy. I was like, why don't you and Matt and Jared, since it was like this right around this time, Good Company had just recorded it, and we were like thinking it's going to be Let me get this a little more straight. He calls at 12 o'clock on a Thursday night and says <laughs> he wants to leave, I think, Monday. for Coast- I'm like, Man, I don't even have a. I don't even have a. Uh, you didn't have a passport. Didn't have a passport. None of you guys did. I don't so, think. Uh, and yeah. Matt Alderman was in Alaska. <laughs> he was in Alaska <laughs> on some writing. I don't even know. I, I think he he produces Dylan Scott. So I think I think those two might have been up there at that time. I can't remember. But um, 
Ooh, baby girl. <laughs> uh, I love oh, Dylan, man. He's who awesome. does, yeah, but, uh, we all love Dylan. Shout out, Dylan. Shout out, Dylan Scott. Uh, but anyway, it was funny because uh, then we had to figure out how to get a passport, and I was making phone calls everywhere. I was like, man, this is going to be the trip I don't want to miss. So uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, we ended up, I think. Y'all drove we, to Atlanta. Went to Atlanta. Got yeah. a passport, got on a plane, and met us in uh, Costa Rica, Florida. or was it Miami before we flew? Florida. Yeah, Miami, I think. So yeah, we went. We go down to Costa Rica. We had a blast. It was fun, and we come back. I guess it's maybe like three or four months later. At this time, now I was thinking, you know what? I was on my other label. I was like, I want to make another summer EP album. And uh, where? What's a what's a better place to make a summer EP album than Mexico? <laughs> and uh, I had some private flight time uh, that I hadn't used up yet uh, that I'd done some bartering for. And uh, so I called him up again. I'm like, you guys want to get a private jet and go to, <laughs> <laughs> go to Mexico? And uh, that, that was, was a, pretty, that was a no brainer. That was a no brainer. What the funniest part was, we didn't know. This is the greatest part. We we get down there and we forget that it's like spring break. It was, uh, yeah, it, it was, happened to be like it, spring break for high school kids. Or, yeah. It was something. It yeah. was crazy. I mean, it was it was wild. And we was right in the middle we're, of it. Yeah. accidentally. And so. uh, it was just hilarious because we, I, I said, well, I've never been to Mexico, and if I'm gonna go down there, uh, I want to do it right. You know, I want to do. It. So we went to the Hard Rock Hotel and uh, and got it. They had this suite called the Rockstar Suite. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole experience. It just sounds like, all right, look, we want to go into Costa Rica. We we want to do this VIP. Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. this big. <laughs> so we we go down there and get this Rockstar Suite at the Hard Rock Hotel. And like the first night, it's like 11 o'clock. We're in there making music. Like Tommy brought his speakers and like we we, we got our computers. I mean, we're literally we wrote some great songs down yeah. there and uh i'm thinking it's the rockstar suite so i mean you can act pretty rockstar in this yeah, suite yeah, yeah. and uh it was like 11 o'clock <laughs> they're like knocking on our door they're like you guys have to turn the music off um we have people sleeping around here that's uh, <laughs> i'm like yeah and, and well, the, this is a rockstar suite man it's the, 11 o'clock at night yeah I, it, one of that that room or the other i mean it comes equipped with speakers specifically it is meant for rock stars to come there and make music <laughs> and we're making music and they're shutting us down and and on top of that there was a language barrier between a lot of these people and oh, yeah. it was a disaster trying it, to figure this it out. was a total disaster <laughs> man Oh man! Uh, so they moved. One of the funnier <laughs> things was, if you remember, the first day we walked down, our buddy Jared Mullins is a great guy when it comes to puns. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to have we're gonna have to have another podcast here soon where I get all three of oh, you guys dude. in here together. You but got to. We walked yeah. out to the bar. It literally should have been a movie. Like we should have the way we got there. I mean, who goes <laughs> to Mexico? Who flies to Mexico on a private jet? Like right. That only reason that happened was because of like something I did as a barter deal for a show. So it's like I got to use these hours. Let's go it's only like two hour it's only two hour flight to yeah to mexico from nashville it's 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 insanely close had no clue (laughs) so we get there we walk out at the bar uh there was a a bartender there with this name tag on uh j-e-s-u-s jesus right and uh he asks us all well uh (laughs) he said uh would you like to drink amigo or you know and so I ordered, I don't know, I ordered, like, Bahama, Bahama Mama, and we're out, yeah. you know, we're all ordering up these, like, you know, tropical cocktails, and Jared goes, I don't know, uh, what would Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> WWJD, bro. <laughs> Jesus uh, went margarita on us, but, God, man, we have some yeah. funny, we have some funny, uh, some funny times, um, but, dude, I want to know, and I think people out there want to know, and I've been talking to 
just random folks that I'm friends with that are in this crazy music business. Um, you, I laugh at you because uh, you're just a like you're a kid from Kentucky. You grew up in Kentucky. Uh, you loved music, obviously growing up, all kinds of music. Yeah. Um, but what was uh, the one thing that that coming from? I mean, where well, Pikeville? Where, where are you from? Bartstown. Bartstown, yeah. Kentucky. Pikeville. Pikeville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing against Pikeville. <laughs> definitely, definitely Bartstown. All so. right. I was, so Bartstown. Uh, what made you say I'm going to Nashville? Start writing tunes. Well, there's actually from our hometown. There's actually a well-known songwriter, James Dean Hicks. And, oh yeah, uh, and he he's had a, a bunch of songs that he's amazing. You know that he's a great singer. No, he's a great singer, good guy. And uh, I didn't necessarily get into this to follow his path, but I knew that he had had done this because he's a distant relative to me. And um, started writing songs over a breakup. I think when I was 18 and. Uh, the more you look into it, I realize that people do this for a living. So it was a little mind-blowing to figure that out. And even living so close to Nashville, I'm about three <laughs> hours away, it still took me 10 years to, to get here. And I felt like I wanted to wait until my songs were good enough because there's so many people who are trying to make it. If you get that meeting you're waiting for and you play a bad song, they, they're probably not going to want to meet you again or help you get to the next person. So I waited for a long time until I felt like I had some good songs and my story's really crazy. It involves Barbara Cloyd at the Bluebird, who does the open mics. She has been an angel to me. She helped me meet Scott Gunner at Universal at the time, and um, that was my first that was my first publisher meeting. And Scott, you know, over the period of that year, ended up offering me a deal, but for different reasons, it didn't work out. And uh, made my way through the town, and and that's kind of how it works in Nashville. You you meet one person. And then next thing you know, yep. you kind of you go through the web and you start figuring out things for yourself and how you want to attack this town. And I, I think I tell people all the time, and I want you to tell them, but <clears throat> I think not just this business in this town, but I think life's like that. If you put yourself out there and you're open-minded about who you're meeting and you, you're smart about it and you, you not not leverage yourself in a selfish way, but you really learn from people, like you said, like it didn't work out. Uh, universal, so like it's you kind of for reasons that probably would lead you elsewhere, right? That's yeah. how my that's how my uh, life. Well, was. my my guy there at the time offered me a deal, and and he to this day he he says you're the only writer in 25 years that asked me this question. He offered me the deal, and I said awesome. And I had read a lot about publishing, so I felt like I knew it from an outsider's point of view. So I said, um, if you offer me this deal and I do this, will you promise to stay here for the terms of my deal? And uh, he's like, absolutely. And then uh, it wasn't, it was about a week later, he called back and he said, man, something's been pulling at my heart. He's like, I'm not going to be here in six months. And he's like, I'm your biggest fan, man. And, and if I, I can sign you and get you here in the system and get you going, but, and uh, he's like, do you still want to do the deal? And I, I'm like, man, I, I don't think that's the right place for me. If, yeah. if my dude's going to leave, it's all about that person in Nashville. So yeah, you got to have uh, somebody believing in you. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Well, what would you say if... um to somebody that's, I mean, I'm sure people ask you all the time. I hear it all the time. It's either a parent or it's a, some kid will come up and they'll say, or I see it on Instagram. People send me messages and they're like, hey, look, man, I'm, I'm from, you know, wherever and a small town here. And all I want to do is write country songs. I love country music. Right. I, and they say, give me one piece of advice. That's the hardest answer to give to it, people. It, it's an open-ended question because to this day, there's not a, there's not a roadmap to do this, but my my thing I tell anybody is like, if you want to do it, you got to do it. And and I have a friend back home, Jeff Ely, and he always had the saying, he, he's like, don't talk about it, be about it. So, yeah. it, you know, if you really want to do this, you just start doing it and you hope things fall into place. But even at, even at the level I'm at, there's still no guarantees of anything. So you just, you know, you, you, you I write the best songs I can with the best people I can. <laughs> and I, I treat it like a job. I show up every day. Uh, you know, I work, many hours after the rights over completing the songs and the tracks and uh there's a lot of songs nobody ever hears and and that's the weird thing about this town and i'd love for everybody to hear all those songs well they're getting ready to hear a song (laughs) uh so how crazy is this this podcast with you tommy cecil will be out tonight and first thing in the morning you'll be able to hear the world premiere of uh i was jack and you were diane which is a song that tommy is a writer on (laughs) And uh, it's my brand new single. We're all really excited about it, and uh, I'm excited for you, man. Because I'm excited for you, man. This is, this is this I'm excited is, for this, all of us, right? This, this, this is this is like this how crazy great, is man. it that that it's worked out this way? It's funny. I mean, how we yeah. meticulously kind of uh, went about good company and how it didn't work out the way we thought it did. And Tommy came over to the house. It's been a, I don't know a couple uh, months ago. We were having a bonfire down by the down by the creek, and I was like, "Hey, man, you got to hear this song that that I got today." Yeah, that story is crazy. I had no clue that Jake heard it. He didn't know I I wrote it. I didn't it, even know. And I was like, "Check this thing. out!" And I opened up the, my truck door on this old F two fifty that I have ninety five, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> "Check this out!" And I played the this the song. I was Jack. You're Diane. He listens to about a minute and a half of it, and he goes, "Dude, I wrote that song." <laughs> And I was like, no, you didn't. He's like, yes, I did. 
And so I'll let you tell everyone because people are going to want to know how this song came about. People are already asking me. I mean, what do you, you know, yeah. how does John Mellencamp feel about this? But so it's, it's, it, it's because uh, people are going to want to know this story. So why don't you go ahead and tell how? Because I'd love to know the exact way this all went down. Because you um, told me about Jody and David Ray. Yeah, I, there's a lot of moving parts to the song actually coming about. But the biggest thing that created the song, it definitely came out of Jody Stevens' brain. This idea to to take Jack and Diane and do something different with it. And uh, he had laid out that, that track template of possibly, you know, sampling. Sampling that it, guitar it, you know, part. And sampling means you use somebody else's, uh, you know, usually. It's Rhythm a, or a, signature. It's, it's their track stuff or their vocal part. and But um, his idea was to do that and then sing a different song over it. It was, it was crazy. Me and him, David Ray, and Craig Wiseman got together and wrote this song. And, you know, Craig is amazing at what he does and he continues to have songs all over the radio and uh he's been like a mentor to me so it was it, it's going to be awesome for something that we did together you know to actually get out there because he was somebody I looked up to before I ever moved to town and and you know I pinch myself sometimes that I get to to work with him but we're, um, we're, we're writing on Thursday together man it's thanks it's for gonna the be awesome man it's gonna be awesome but um when when it when it got down to the end of that chorus and and the song hooks with I was Jack and you were Diane and we're pretty much reliving back when we heard that song for the first time and, and you know how we grew up and as much as I love the twist on it I mean Craig will tell you I was pretty much like man I don't know if we should literally hook this song with I was Jack and you were Diane I mean we're using Jack and Diane and I was I was definitely concerned that it was you know getting too close to the to to the original just putting those two words but um, what was the Craig, what was the Craig, rebuttal to that? Yeah, what did Craig say? I mean, that's the point, right? I mean, it's, it's a. <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but uh, Craig definitely let us know. You know, this this is probably this what is it should be. And, and I, we definitely Craig, we definitely fished he around. Would, he would know. <laughs> oh, he he knows. Sometimes it'll make you mad because he'll he'll give you his. You know, he'll. It's not really his opinion. It's pretty much like, hey, I really think it's like should be like this. And and when Craig says something, I mean, you'd be crazy to not listen. Just everything he puts together has. He has a way of saying something in a song, and we explored other other ways of hooking this chorus, but it always felt best when when we landed on that. So once we finished the song, I think Craig reworked the vocal a few different times and, and got the pocket just right. And, and from that point, Craig is actually one of the owners of the coolest new label in town, Big Loud. I think it's just Big Loud. Yeah, it's, Big Loud the label, and that's where Jake's at now, and they're having – amazing yeah. success right it's now it's weird the way everybody. it's all worked out it's kind yeah, of it's and, so cool and, and uh i think somebody over there seth or somebody had heard it joey who's producing jake yeah. i think everybody was excited and to to send it to jake and and jake felt the same way that that everybody else did when they heard it for the first time and and that's the reaction it continues to keep getting is on the first listen you're like whoa did they just take did they just put those two together so it's i just feel like it's really different and then obviously uh, John Mellencamp had to be contacted to. Oh uh, yeah, and he, with his approval, he oh, said was, he was all on board just for us. So he, uh, he, we, uh, he, was, he was excited about. Hey, it, I think. Speaking of which, we'll give you a little sample here. You might be able to get a little snippet of this right before it comes out tomorrow when you hear the the uh, world premiere. So we can we'll give you just a little snippet. Check this out real quick. It was yesterday. It was years ago. We were singing every word on the radio. Kind of like them songs save our souls somehow, some way. We was falling fast, we was jumping in Blue jean halo, hanging off a limb Two American kids, just like them Every time it played And it blew us away 
Do you turn it up? Do you sing along every time you hear that song? Like we did then, like we did when. Do you close your eyes? Does it make you laugh? Do the memories take you back to six packs in a Chevy Cheyenne? Way back when I was Jack and you were dying. Dude, that's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of, I love it. speaking of outside this kind of thing, um, a few more things before we get out of here. I was going to ask you, uh, we've had talks, and I think, man, why not? I'm going to put you on the spot right now. So we've had talks about all these songs that you talk about that no one, might, my, people might not ever hear. And we had, you and I talked the other day for 45 minutes on the phone about about these songs that you've written, you write with, you've written with Matt or whoever else, Jared. Uh, and I said, you should just start putting these songs out. So... Uh, what are you going to do about that, man? I think there's people out there, there's people that are going to listen to this podcast that are going to want to hear something outside of the songs that they're hearing <laughs> on the radio that you're uh, doing. Or, and I, I think so, too. So uh, you guys had this sort of pseudo band name you were going by as We Are Friday Night. Yeah, it, it's kind of just a name. And um, really, we kind of want to keep the image hidden. So uh, I think you got so many songs. There's only a few that get to make it. To a Jake but Owen or to all, the radio, and then but, you have these songs that you, you you feel strongly about, and nobody ever gets to hear them. So I was talking with Jake. I was like, "Man, there's there's got to be a way that that we could just put these out." And uh, we kind of come up with this idea for We Are Friday Night, and m- me and Matt Alderman, and you know, we was just thinking, let's put some of these songs out. So I think we're trying to get that together. Well, there's dude, not- it's you should you know have a song linked up you could put out. You have a SoundCloud page or something like that? Yeah, actually I think we do. Y'all got to start a SoundCloud page and send us a link today so we can link it up to uh Done deal. We can give everybody a link to your SoundCloud page when it's posted on our, yeah, on and, our intro. And we just want to put these songs up with no pretense like we're not trying to be this or that. We're songwriters. We write everything as country as it gets, to as pop as it gets, to as fake, to as real as it gets. Like, we cover everything, and as a writer, that's what you do every day. You, you're in, this this situation right here would make, you know, could make me think of something or, you know, uh, people listening to it. There's that, that fiction, come the there's nonfiction, there's documentaries, yeah. there's biographies. Right. It's the same way music is, you know. There's, uh, you've got all that, and I think it's cool as a great songwriter, which you are, man. Uh, Thank you, man. Does uh, I think people be excited to hear that kind of stuff? So, thanks for coming down here this morning, man. I appreciate it. Dude. I told you it wasn't going to be, uh, you know, it was going to be pretty casual. We, what I love about doing this is the people that I get to talk to and the stories that uh, we get to share, and and how uh, it really is about just good people that you're around are inspiring. So. Man, thanks for being an inspiring friend. This was like more serious of a conversation today than I thought it would be. <laughs> I know, man. Like I, uh, the minute you put the, your headphones on and got behind the microphone, you, uh, you know, you really, you really like. Well, maybe went in, you went into like professional Tommy Cecil mode. I'm not really yeah. sure that yeah, I, he don't, he doesn't like that. He likes the unprofessional Tommy. But Tommy is a really good uh, freestyle <laughs> rapper, by the way. That is not true. I w- I will I will say some some stuff that's probably <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while one of the lines sounds good, but. Uh, I, I would not call myself that, but uh, well, I'm gonna get you and the whole rest of the Pura Vita crew. Uh, I ba- think that would be great back on here. That's when we'll really get some funny laughs going, and uh, maybe we can do like a we should do a podcast one day. We like each of my podcasts are about 30 minutes long, so we should give ourselves a 30 minute. We'll just let the mics run. We'll talk. Give ourselves like a 30 minute time limit to write a complete song 
and have it put down yeah, by, the, we, by the end of the podcast. We can do that. We can so do that. That'd think, be fun. I think we should that do that. That would be fun. So, dude, everybody, y'all uh, give it up for Tommy Cecil from uh, from Kentucky. <laughs> Bartstown, Yeah, I was about Kentucky. to say Pikeville again just to make you mad, but Bartstown. What's up, Bull Butter? Oh, and Bull I got, Butter in the house? I, oh, my God. A shout out to Bull Butter. And, <laughs> He's got and a, a friend named Bull Butter. <laughs> <laughs> how did you even get that? I mean, I guess being oh, from Kentucky, man. you can. But how do you get a how do you get a name called Bull Butter? I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Roy D. Mercer. He oh, used to yeah, put yeah, out yeah. these comedy tapes. Well, how and, big a boy are you? And that was one of his lines he would say. And Bull Butter's a really good friend. But when he when he likes something and it's new and it's fresh, he will wear you out with it. And Bull Butter is the line that he <laughs> <laughs> wore out for years. And, I mean, this was back when I was 17, 18 years old. So it stuck. Oh, it stuck with him. And to this day, it's. I mean, people, most people know him as Bull Butter. And when you hear the name once, you don't you don't forget it. So, uh, shout out to Bull Butter and uh, Big Tom. And Barstown. Ta- Big Tom over at Saudi. He was, oh, yeah. Uh, I was yeah. talking to Tom him this Luter. morning. Tom Luter, man. He's fantastic. Good dude. So. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for coming by. I know you're headed off to write. And I guess yeah, I'll man. see you on Thursday. We're going to write on Thursday with the I great Craig Wiseman. So, thanks, for having thanks me, everybody, man. for listening. Appreciate you. This has been another uh, rundown episode of Good Company. And uh, we'll get the Pure Vita boys in here sometime soon. And uh, until next time, we'll play you. <laughs> This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.